You are now listening to the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So let's get started. That's right, folks. You are now listening to the Black Not Democrat podcast. And on today's episode, Black versus Asian, Korean. What was you saying? The motherfucker wasn't saying shit. Look at that. Look at what? It's a goddamn shame. What's a goddamn shame? Sweet Dick Willie. That's my name. Damn, man, do I have to spell it out? Come on, man, make it plain. Okay, but listen up. I'm going to break it down. Let it be broke, motherfucker. Can you dig it? It's done. Look at those Korean motherfuckers across the street. I bet you they haven't been off the boat a year before they open up their own place. That's right, man. It's been about a year. A motherfucking year off the motherfucking boat, and they already got a business in our neighborhood. A good business. Occupying a building that had been boarded up for longer than I care to remember. And I've been here a long time. And now for the life of me. You know, I can't figure this out. Either them Korean motherfuckers are geniuses. Or you black asses are just plain dumb. <laughs> Fuck you. It's got to be because we are black. Ain't no other explanation. No, no, I know, man. You know, ain't they always trying to keep the black man to be about shit? You motherfuckers hold this shit down. Tired of hearing that old excuse. Tired of hearing that shit. I tell you, I swear, man, I will be one happy fool when we open our own business right here in our neighborhood. I swear to God. I will be the first in line to spend what little money I got. Right there with you, man. You motherfuckers always talking that old Keith Sweat shit. I'm gone. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You ain't going to do a goddamn thing. You ain't going to sit your monkey ass on this corner. Hey, M.L., when you going to get your business? Huh? Yeah, just like I thought. You ain't going to do a goddamn thing. But I tell you what I'm going to do. Hear me? I'm going to go over there and get them Koreans some more of my money. The fuck out of my way. Goddamn, it's Miller time, motherfuckers. Old moosehead fuckers tell me what to do. And Coconut, you got a lot of damn nerve. You got off the boat, too. Hell, leave me alone. Hey, Kung Fu! Come on, give me one of them damn beers. Damn it. What? Get your ass no in here, sir. Yeah. No more free beer. Hey, man. No, no more free beer. Hey, man. Hey, man. Don't start no shit with me. You're trying to steal my orange. No, I'm not. You, you're trying to steal the orange I'm trying to pay for. You're trying to steal my orange, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Robbery suspect down. 
them. I mean, my parents are good Christians. I mean, we've been through so much and to go through this. I mean, everything, 22 years down the drain. Many Koreans who yesterday were the shopkeepers of South Central Los Angeles today have lost the businesses they took years to create. What can I say? Uh, you know, are you gonna have any word to say? That's really a comeback, John. George Huang woke this morning to find his mini mall burnt to the ground, a loss of a million and a half dollars and a lifetime of dreams and effort. I don't mind that. Whatever they need, take it out. But why they burn out the property? That's I don't. That's my question. 41 Korean businesses in South Central have been torched, dozens looted. In this overwhelmingly black and Hispanic area, Koreans own many of the small businesses. They're insular, they employ their own, they keep to themselves. Blacks say that's the problem. I'm not surprised that the Koreans got targeted because their prices are high, their attitude is wrong, and they just don't seem to have any respect for the black community. You know how it all started? The first thing when a girl got killed, Oriental. March 16, 1991. Latasha Harlins, a black teenager, is shot and killed by a Korean store owner, Sunja Du. Du is convicted of voluntary manslaughter, but is sentenced only to parole and a small fine. The That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Black Not Democrat podcast. And I am talking about the black versus Asian community who now stand in solidarity because of what happened in Georgia. And believe me, it is necessary that all people stand together in the face of racism and discrimination. Stop the Asian hate. Stop the black hate. Stop all hate. Many Americans call for unity against racism. Stand together to fight anti-Asian hate. We all have a stake in a more inclusive America. But guess what, folks? There's a history with the black community and the Asian Korean community, specifically on the West Coast of America and the city of Los Angeles. Because if we remember 1991, Latasha Harlings gunned down by a Korean store owner. But my favorite black pundit, former member of Barack Obama's green team, Mr. Van Jones, he writes an opinion article in CNN two days ago. The headline, Black Asian Solidarity has a long and storied history in America. So I said, Van Jones, I like Van Jones. He's fair and biased, but he's at least fair as a black Democrat. So I'm reading the article, okay? And, of course, he talks about what happened in, in, uh, in Georgia with the Asian massage parlors and the sex workers inside. Now, as I'm scrolling through the article, I look, I look at his first entry of the history of of the black and Asian solidarity in America. The first one is Frederick Douglass advocated for Chinese and Japanese immigration in 1869. Next, during the Philippine-American War, black leaders and soldiers opposed U.S. colonization. 
Next, African Americans protested against the Vietnam War. Next, the Emergency Detention Act was repealed due to joint black and Japanese American activism from 1967 to 1971. And next, the unlock unlikely bond between Malcolm X and Yuri Kochiyama changed both their perspectives, 1963 to 1965. Next, Gray Lee Boggs dedicated seven decades of her 100-year-long life to revolutionary justice and civil rights from 1915 to 2015. Next, after Vincent Chen's murder, Jesse Jackson joined forces with Asian American activists to demand justice in 1982. Next, Asian Americans support Black Lives Matter 2020. Now, folks, there's no mention, there's no mention of the 90s. No mention of the huge problems in the black community when it came to their Asian brethren. A big, big problem that Van Jones failed to mention that lasted up until now, I guess. Or no, I take that back, up until Black Lives Matter. But let's listen back to the NBC News report how Korean businesses were targeted during the LA riots in 1992. It all started in 1991 when Latasha Harlins was shot by the Korean store owner. And let's listen to how the citizens of LA felt about their Asian brothers and sisters. Because their prices are high, their attitude is wrong, and they just don't seem to have any respect for the black community. You know how it all started? The first thing when the girl got killed from the Oriental. March 16, 1991. Latasha Harlins, a black teenager, is shot and killed by a Korean store owner, Sunja Du. Du is convicted of voluntary manslaughter, but is sentenced only to parole and a small fine. The black community is outraged and remembers. What, six months probation? Yes. I mean, the people were pissed then. Today, local Korean radio is broadcasting which stores in the area are threatened. Young men like Eddie Kim rush over to try to defend them. I don't care about the racism, I don't care anything. But it's not right, okay? It's not right to break inside and get any stuff. You know, it's not right, I don't think it's right. P. Lee spent last night and will spend tonight guarding his appliance store. A small battalion of employees and relatives will try to help. I only have one shotgun. That's all I have. What do they have? They have hundreds of crazy people, hundreds of crazy young people with lots of guns. After the destruction, many Koreans have lost all faith that the authorities can protect them. Well, we hope police can protect, but as you see, this, uh, you know, shortage of manpower, police. Koreans have fanned out across South Central, worried that tonight, with so little left to loot, more of their stores will burn. But even in the midst of the chaos, John Wee is rebuilding. 
we will continue to serve this community by doing the proper way of business. I don't think this is the, the, the will of the majority of this community. That's right, folks. You heard what the climate was back in the 90s. So maybe we fast forward 30 years and maybe this younger generation, just maybe they don't feel the way the older generation feels. Maybe this young generation of multiracial and multicultural people all coming together to fight racism. Maybe there is a change coming. Maybe it is. But until desperate Democrat politicians and all politicians stop exploiting the pain and suffering of the minorities of this country, things will never be right. And then before I go, I got one thing to say. Can't we all just get along? Thank you for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. See you tomorrow, folks.